the name of the Lord. We began in the first service teaching on the parable of mercy. This is part two. The parable of mercy is an attempt to reveal the nature and the character of God as it relates to his being compassionate, as it relates to his being merciful, and to draw forth an understanding from that nature, applying it to our lives so that we will excel and so that we will reign. Remember, we reign in this kingdom on the strength of the spiritual illumination that we have. The light that comes to us is able to transit us to higher dimensions of possibilities. Hallelujah. And I did say in the first service that scripture reveals the nature of God, that we study scripture among other things to know God, to understand not just his methodology, but his character and his nature. So scattered through scriptures are the way God is, not just the way he acts, the way he is. The Bible says again and again that the Lord is gracious and compassionate. He's merciful. And um, believers are also enjoined from scripture to be merciful and to be compassionate. We looked at the first parable, the parable of the good Samaritan from Luke 10, 25 to 37. We'll go straight to the second parable. Matthew chapter 18, please. We'll start from verse 21. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? Peter is asking a question. Now, it's amazing how Jesus mentored the disciples. Did you know that it was at the later part of his mentorship he began to talk about issues of power and signs and wonders? When he started his mentorship, he started in what we call the Beatitudes, teaching them on the ways of the kingdom. Then he now started relating the culture of the kingdom, helping them to connect to it and to build character in them. So this was one of those uh, sessions. And he said unto him, until seven times i say not until to thee until seven times but until 70 times seven there's a lot of theological debate as to what jesus was saying there we're not going into that 23 23 therefore the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a certain king here comes a parable now remember the foundation that led to this parable is talking about his relationship with the people around him and he says the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants next verse and when he had begun to reckon one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents but for as much as he had not to pay his lord commanded him to be sold it was it was very regular to sell people uh, I mean, they would be collateral themselves and you could sell them into slavery. So to sell him and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with, here comes the word again, compassion. 
and loosed him and forgave him the debt. 28. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me. Same word, same expression, same condition, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. 32. Then his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, Thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Should not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I have had pity on thee? 34. And his Lord was wrought and delivered him to the tormentors. In other words, just hang on here. Isn't it amazing? He gave him a harvest of mercy and the man insisted and said the harvest you gave me is wrong because that's not the seed i sowed and the lord was happy to change back the harvest to look like the seed that he sowed this man got the harvest of mercy and now he went to sow a seed of wickedness and the master said i gave you a wrong harvest and I will change that harvest to look like what you just did. And the Bible says he was delivered to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise, in that way, by this method, shall my heavenly father do also to you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Very, very, very powerful scripture. We really can just stop there. The parable of the unmerciful servant, they call it. Now, look at this scenario. Jesus was teaching them on the issue of forgiveness, brotherly love and kindness. And he comes to a point where Peter is asking him a question. I'm sure Peter had a pile of people and he needed explanations. Are you saying that all these wrongdoers and all these wicked people who oppress me while fishing, are you saying I should just let things go like that? And Jesus would usually not answer directly. He led him to a parable and he said, let me paint a scenario. There was a certain man. So th this, this story has to do with a man who owed the king. And the king called for the people and said, why have you not paid me my money? And the man knelt down and pleaded and said, look, I desire to pay, but the wherewithal is not there. He didn't even ask the king to forgive him. He just said, can you extend my time so I can go? And, and the king looked at him and realized that before I became a king, I was once like you. Someone else showed me mercy. Let me extend that same mercy. And he told him, I forgive you. And the man went with the joy of that pardon and quickly ran and met someone who had a by far lesser amount and said pay me my money and the man began to plead with him and said i'm sorry and instead of the man to remember please learn to remember 
learn to remember the bible says let it not be when you have built houses when you have done all of this you will say my power and my might has brought me this it says but thou shall remember the lord that means you can forget it was bishop oyedepo that says if you can be thoughtful then you can be thankful it is true thoughtfulness helps thanksgiving thoughtfulness also helps being merciful when you think about everything god has done and you think about how he's lifted you now he looked at this man and he said no way there's no forgiveness you are paying me for sure but then there were other witnesses who were watching and they went back and told the king so and so happened and the king was angry he said send for that man again i forgave you and you could not let this man go to forgive such a man this was a description of the heart of a typical man it is easy to see the fault in others it is easy are we together now you watch people spectators when footballers are playing and you see them quarreling everybody why didn't you pass it simple free kick and you could not score and you see them arguing and saying all kinds of things and yet that person does not even have the money to buy a ball are we together he's revealing something about the human nature that we should avoid in his parable that the nature of men is such that until you are in the picture of reality it is usually easier said than done until you become a pastor you never know the burden that is upon a pastor you don't know why a pastor may not be able to eat and he's thinking and praying until you become a leader you may not know the burden of being a leader until you become a parent you may not know what it takes it is easy and it is more comfortable to stand from a distance and to judge to stand from a distance and to conclude over the lives of family members leaders and so on and so forth and he's using it to teach something here the king gave him all the pardon that he needed in fact it is even a surprising thing that that man had the effrontery to go back to someone and even demand his money you would expect that after such benevolence he would run back and say hey the king did something for me and i want to do the same thing for you please the 10 pence you owe me 100 pence god bless you and he would have given himself remember what i taught in the first service he would have given himself a memory he would have etched his impact as being merciful in the life of that person and the same witnesses who reported him would have still taken that report back to the king and said king he just did what you did to him and the king would have still called him back in any case he would have still appeared the second time before the king this time around would have been for greater honor are we together now because the bible lets us know that while that drama were happening there were people who were watching too while you are being merciful there is a cloud of witnesses watching even though you don't see them they are there and they take reports back to the king i was a witness i saw the way this man demonstrated mercy and kindness and you will not know but one day the king will send for you suddenly he says come i hear in your family nobody has risen 
I'm not only pardoning you because you have shown mercy, it is your season of lifting. And for reasons you cannot explain, everybody and everything, including a fish, starts bringing coin out for you. And people will say, what did you do? There were witnesses watching. Let me tell you, nobody is really alone. The concept of being alone is as revealed by your eyes. We are always surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Are we blessed? But he went to the man who owed him so much and strangled him and said, no way, I will jail you. A very powerful lesson. Everything that you are angry about before God, you are also a victim of. You are angry, unforgiveness. You are saying he didn't even come to say sorry. He cheated me in a business and he couldn't say sorry. And God looks at you and says, I can't remember the last time you even prayed. Not even to say sorry, just to say that song, good morning Jesus, good morning Lord. And yet you have the gods and the effrontery to come and report someone. Isn't it amazing? You watch this happen with children, isn't it? They go and steal something and then when you try to collect it, they are reporting someone and say, he took my thing. And you are watching that drama and God uses them to act yourself to you. And you are watching what you do all the time. Partakers of God's mercy. God trusts you with something and yet you cannot give it back to him. God shows you mercy. Many of us have books where we write the, the, the names of offenders. And the popular saying, over my dead body, we say. You know what a dead body looks like? I've been to the mortuary a few times. Let me tell you the truth. I have, I have seen dead bodies. If you see a dead body, you will never say over your dead body. You're quiet. I believe you are meditating. You are listening to what I'm saying seriously. Because it's a very powerful message. That blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. You see, looking merciful puts you in a position where society treats you as a fool. They look at you and say, you mean this is how you are? But the, the excellency of the lifting that comes to your life. When you decide to be merciful, that you have obtained mercy. There are some of us who people owe us physically money. And you know that those people may never be able to pay. I'm not teaching you to be irresponsible and I'm not endorsing people to take you for granted. But there must be times in your life where you will have to train yourself to overlook some things. It happens everywhere. Even in secular societies, there are times that they release prisoners to go. In the dealings of God with the nation of Israel, there was a year called the year of Jubilee. After seven Sabbaths, 49 seven times seven years the 50th year they were given instructions if you had a slave and someone who you bought release them to go if they say you have been too kind and merciful and they don't want to go then you punch a hole in their ears and they have become bond servants not people who are there because you force them they love you and they chose to stay but you release people this was god giving them in the old testament how come everybody who owes you must pay? Emotional debts, spiritual debts. Many of us have a pile of anger, annoyance, pastors fighting pastors, 
business people fighting business people husband fighting wife rivalry everywhere and we are believers this is something that happens all across the nations of the earth and jesus is teaching us here that everybody who has obtained mercy did you know the bible says it is of the lord's mercy help me that we are not consumed that because his compassion fails not it is of the lord's mercy It is not of him that willeth. It is not of him that runneth. The will of man is powerful. But he said it's not just by willpower. It is not even by running. It is of the Lord that showeth mercy. So that we walk conscious of the fact that I'm alive today by the mercy of God. In him I live. In him I move. In him I, I, I have my being. And that we need to unclog our lives many cares and many worries there are some of us who have wrinkled our faces people look at you and say you say guess my age they say you look roughly 55 say what 50 i'm not even up to 33 what happened we added certain luggages that did not come from god there are people who are angry in this country they walk around frowning and talking and you say good morning what is good about the morning and they move around and they are angry angry and you tell them why are you angry they say, sit down. It started when I was five years old. Now, I'm not downplaying people's experiences. Don't get me wrong. But you have, there is the excellency of being a Christian. What then is the excellency of the ministry of the Holy Spirit? You cannot just be sociological. There is an ability given to the believer to be able to rise above and beyond all of these limitations. Get to a point in your life where you can say, I know that my father left my mother. Do you know many people today, ask them why they are failing. They will tell you, when I was four years old, my father left me. My mother did this. I will never forgive him for as long as I'm alive. And you find out your life is not moving forward. You keep complaining till you marry too. And you start being irresponsible to your child. And your child says, Daddy, why are you irresponsible? Say, ask my father. You see that? The same thing happening here. Many people cannot take responsibility over their lives. They don't do well in life. They fail. They get angry. They hurt themselves and others. And they justify their experiences with something in the past. And not that they are making reference to it because they are transformed. It becomes their justification, their refusal. Armed robbers who kill people everywhere. When you catch them and sit them down, say, why are you doing this? They say, I came from this family. And they, they believe that in anger because they were ill-treated, then they ill-treat others. Are we together? Yes. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Apostle, this person did not believe in me when I started. And now that I've made it, I will live, I will spend my life punishing the person to prove to the person you did it is unnecessary. Look at Joseph. When his brothers treated him bad and God exalted him, he brought his brothers and he said, eat. God is speaking to someone this morning. Because many of us, even though we are in church, even though we are anointed, we are wonderful people, the truth of the matter is we are carrying luggages that Jesus did not give us. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is speaking to you this morning in this second service. It's time to take down certain unnecessary burdens. 
everybody cannot be your enemy in the choir around some of you probably respectfully speaking maybe from the time you came till now you're already angry with two people this is my seat are you not seeing my no take it easy look let me tell you this if you die they will cry for you for just seven days and leave you and life continues you must learn to take life easy there is a childlike approach that gives you peace jesus said my peace i give you not as the world gives do i give our lives are too busy busy and filled with so many things that are unnecessary are we together did you know there are people you cannot sit with and have a meaningful conversation the moment you sit with them they are reporting someone or getting angry or there, there's no meaningful kingdom discussion that leads to the mutual edification of someone the moment they sit down it is about a discussion you notice that lady's shoe I didn't even know that this kind of shoe is still what is what why are our hearts tilted towards that level of evil after a powerful church service and you sit down you would expect to say oh glory be to God that worship was so blessing I mean the word came I was blessed someone sits and said can you imagine that in the heat of that anointing somebody was sleeping is that all you saw is that all God did in that service I testify, I testify that your goodness is real. I testify, I testify that your goodness is real. Your goodness is real. I testify, your goodness is real. Your goodness is real. Your goodness is real. I testify, your goodness is real. Hallelujah. Depression used to be something for older people, maybe in the mid-50s. But right now, our society is full of young people who are depressed. You measure a young man's BP and you are almost falling with, 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 with your instrument there because you are saying, what are you thinking about? He says, what am I not thinking about? Everybody doesn't like me. The government hates me and everybody hates me and God too doesn't like me and you know people just complain and say all those kinds of things they hurt themselves and they hurt others a wounded person cannot heal others you will need to be healed yourself before you heal others the parable very simple teaching but I want you to have this understanding especially when you want to become a leader because until you program yourself to love people regardless, to love people in spite of, to forbear, to forgive, 24 hours is too, is too long to have people. Let me tell you this. You don't need up to 24 hours to be offended. You just need to wake up in the morning and find out someone ate your remaining food and you want to kill somebody that morning. And, and you know, the devil studies us. And when he sees that good things are about to come, he will use offense to cause you to abort everything. Have you noticed that when seasons are about to open, it's like everything offends you. You go to pray after fasting for six hours and praying. You come out and the first person is your loved one. And he says, we've been looking for you. Are you the only one who is a Christian? Don't be stupid. That's the devil. The devil is trying to rob you of joy because of something that is coming. It is not the physical people talking to you. No. Notice that when seasons are shifting and great things are about to happen, there is agitation from the kingdom of hell. Everything seems to fight you. 
that is the time to rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice this cloth you are wearing to church ah you are dressing as if you're a grandmother no problem you just laugh it away and create a joke out of it not are you stupid did you ever give me anything I've just been keeping quiet oh let me tell you what you did 10 years uh, my thought is no 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 do you have the courage the stamina and the maturity to look at your yesterday and still smile at it apostle my father didn't believe in me I understand but maybe he didn't know better can you be like the king who called the man when people become broken and repentant and in need of mercy as much as it is within your power show them mercy what i'm teaching you is unpopular but these are deep kingdom mysteries that will make people vow a vow and say forever i will make sure that i bless you i will make sure that i pray for you mercy I've shared my story, I think, one of my experiences in this church a number of times, how that many years ago, I went to buy sugar cane. Remember the story? And then I met these two women, and they were trying to bring out money from their, their rapper. And I, I said, please, let me, let me help you. And they said, no, 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 no. I said, please, I insist. It was not more than 100 naira. And I bought the sugar cane for them. I felt so happy, and then they began to bless me. And then one of the women said, my son, forever walk upon gold. A woman who cannot, was barely trying to lose. There are times that you will be in kairos moments of your life. And it will not just be prayer and fasting. It will be the discernment to show mercy. You will pick somebody in your car. Apostle, there are armed robbers in Nigeria. I know. But there are also angels in Nigeria moving to bless people. Hallelujah. One day you pick somebody in your car and he just gives you one message and drops. And you did not know that you picked an angel. You thought you picked a passenger. Many of us have ignored seasons of breakthrough because our hearts were not merciful. Do you know how many people who live today in regret because they had an opportunity to help they had an opportunity to show kindness. They had an opportunity to show mercy. They vowed and said, no way, like your merciful servant. And years down the line, the people they thought will never rise because there is still a God in heaven. And God routed the lifting of those people through some other means. And now the people have become great. One day you open an office door and you find out that it was someone who used to sweep your house before who begged you one day and say it's true i'm sorry i stole i stole the money but it was out of pressure my mother was sick and i didn't have the courage to ask you i am sorry you say you are sorry you will first work without salary number two i'm still deciding whether i will kill you or leave you alive i want to sow seeds of mercy in my life to show people so much compassion that after many years, I should be able to walk the streets of Lagos without protocol, without, it doesn't have to be honor only when you are preaching. 
that you can be at the ATM and someone says, God forbid, I will not let you take your five naira when I'm here. And you say, what happened? Your message, you gave it free to me. I didn't pay for it. And that's what blessed me. Or you gave me your message and somebody just bought the whole CDs and gave me as a gift. I thank you for teaching that message. What can I do for you? I said, no, no, no. Just want to withdraw something. Say, no. Is this your son? Yes. Please let me sponsor this child up till university. Give me an honor to do that. A prayer point answered in one minute because you were merciful. Being merciful is a powerful seed. It does not die. Please believe me. This is a parable. God, this parable is a caution. God is speaking to us. And telling us that some of us are making mistakes. You have obtained mercy from God. And you have obtained mercy from men. You must begin to live your life intentionally showing mercy. Intentionally sowing seeds. Mommy, I know about this house help. I know that she's been lazy. She's not been a very nice lady. But the other day I heard her crying and telling God to help her. That means in spite of her misbehavior, something in her loves the Lord. Could we try to talk to her one day? Instead of saying you are a useless lady like your useless mother and your useless father who gave birth to you. Many people have done that and today they are biting their fingers in regret. Because that little girl will grow up and she will go to secondary school and join one small fellowship and encounter the Holy Ghost. And then become a great lady. And one day one man who is somebody else's harvest will just come and marry that girl. Marry her into blessings, prepared blessings. And they drive and come to your house with your own children watching. God knows how to reward people. And God knows how to deal with people. Ask Pharaoh. God knows how to bring people to their knees. And so this is a message for us to be merciful. Say I receive grace. Please shout it. Say, I receive grace to be merciful. Grace to be merciful. You're driving and someone who is careless just hits your car. And it's not anything serious. And the person just, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I will fix it. Sometimes you can just say, it's all right. God bless you. Just go. Let me tell you what will happen. Number one, you will feel stupid. Number two, you will feel foolish. Number three, you will feel weak. And the devil tells you, this is, all, this is how you keep being a fool till the whole world cheats you. Oh dear, but the day the king sends for you, the day the king, there are witnesses who are watching you. While you do those things, do you know that some of our loved ones did that for many years? They raised people, they helped people who later talked against them. They sent people, sponsored them through school. They went back to villages and spoiled their names and said everything. And God told the people, be silent. One day, someone would just come and start rewarding them. And you say, Mama, why is everybody blessing you like this? The king has sent for you. Let me tell you, the king still sends for people. Man of God, let me tell you, the king still sends for people. Be as compassionate. Pour your all, give your best, serve with your heart, be merciful to people. We give from the abundance of that which we have received. How many times did you go to bed without praying? There were arrows that were flying by night to kill you. And God disrupted the sleep of an intercessor somewhere. 
and forced the person to get up and pray in tongues for hours not knowing what he was praying for that was the prayer that secured you to even have gotten the contract in the first place please let us know that there is more that has happened to us by the mercy of God than more that has happened by our strength it is not of him that we let only God knows the number of people who pray for Apostle Joshua Selman every day so what you see may not be a true reflection of just my prayer it may be the intercession of silent people I may never see who are praying oh God grant him revelation and when I begin to have angelic visitations you will think it's just because I am deep in the things of God it may be there but you will be surprised someone with a covenant with God praying and say Lord open the door for this my son let him see you more and God comes to you in honor of that prayer are we blessed the unmerciful servant that after this service there are people you are going to pick up your phone your mother you have not spoken to for 10 years and said over i will only come the day she's dead if i hear that she's dead simply because you said she's a witch no problem even if she's a witch no problem you are you are exalted above principalities and powers honor her for being the womb that gave birth to you my irresponsible father is a drunkard somewhere roaming i'm not even i'm not proud to identify myself you have been calling him your uncle some of you after this service may need to buy some things and send home and say mama please take you may say this stupid child what brought you no problem you just drop it and go back and say god be my witness the mercy i have received from you i've communicated the same i assure you that one day the king will send for you he will send for you through the health of your children he will send for you through the the increase of your business one day the king will send for you but the problem is will he send for you to deal with you for what you have done or will he send for you to honor you because in the parable of the talents if you read the king came back and saw all of them the owner of the vine he honored and promoted others and for one of them he took him down because he was not profitable some of you may need to do certain intentional things after this service just because your loved ones didn't treat you well some of us god has helped us financially and god has put us in a position of mercy have you thought of someone who was nice to you before somebody who led you that that mama who was the person who taught you in 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 bible school one day you can buy a bag of rice and take to her house and said i just came to honor you say who are you say you may not know when i was 11 years I was a stubborn child even god revealed to me that i was stubborn you were the person who was patient with me until i gave my life to christ now i am pastor this this and that and the woman may look at you and say god be a witness to us even in my grave bless this person you will leave that place yet that record was written in heaven one day the king will send for you come is your time of reward and he will open doors of favor and doors of grace that you may never imagine these are the systems of the kingdom please do not trivialize what i'm teaching you some of you while you were on your way coming to church someone paid your transport you have enough to pay someone's transport after service why don't you sow that seed you don't need to know the person 
and you don't need any announcement to go on social media and say there are three great people on earth this my friend is the other you don't need all of that sometimes you can go to foil your car and tell yourself anybody who is after me I'm going to foil for that day learn to do the things that sow seeds of mercy you have obtained mercy from God your arrears was paid don't sit down and eat alone and die alone the way you know the way we say it in Nigeria no your gate man is there he could connive with armed robbers to kill you yet he has been faithful for six years one day why don't you give him 30,000 and say go and give your wife and say thank you for being faithful I remember I was once a gate man 20 years ago listen anything God delivered you from try to be an instrument of mercy to someone in that area too I testify I testify that your goodness is real I testify I testify that your goodness is real your goodness is real I testify your goodness is real your goodness is real your goodness is real I testify your goodness is real hallelujah we have obtained mercy from God God has been faithful God has been gracious there are times that God has honored you and blessed you beyond your prayer request even during your prayerlessness you kept seeing results of prayers you know you did not remember praying that is mercy and you can communicate the same to people make up your mind that no 24 hour will pass without me sowing that seed of mercy do it for your house help do it for your gate men do it for everybody the seed of mercy once upon a time before you got a job you know what it meant to be to be in a position of lack now god has blessed you you have siblings i know many of them may be irresponsible towards you many of them may not even be grateful i understand it's not it's not teaching you to be under pressure but please make sure your life extends to somebody you have to do something to someone in the name of the lord And they don't just have to be your relatives. In the first parable, the first service, we spoke about the Samaritan who came to a perfect stranger. I've had the privilege and the honor to do things for people that I do not know and I may never know in this life. And I left them dumbfounded, wondering, who are you? Some say you are an angel. I say, no, no, I'm not an angel not an angel I'm a human being I have my birth certificate I was born by a woman I just have subscribed to a kingdom culture a kingdom culture a kingdom culture never will it be that I will live my life and not be a blessing to someone and that if God has shown you mercy I say it again except you are not a recipient of the mercy of God if God has shown you mercy if God has shown you kindness, if God has brought you deliverance, remember where God picked you from. Do not allow the blessedness of the palace to erode the memory. Esther, remember that you were once in Shushan, a village girl. 
now that you have come to the palace the, the agenda has not finished don't enjoy the palace and forget that Haman is plotting against the Jews could it be that it was for such a time you have come if Esther made a mistake and ignored Mordecai I assure you something would have happened that will make the king deal with her I do not want to program walls in my life by reason of being unmerciful hallelujah I'll tell you one testimony and then we'll pray I receive a lot of calls and text messages and, and I'm sure that um, sometimes I don't even have the energy and the time to respond to them but I remember this person who kept reaching me and said apostle you must pray for me I mean this lady sent scriptures for the woman with the issue of blood the woman who told the, 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 the uh, um, avenge me my adversaries all those scriptures apostle you must call and at a point she said you're a man of God God did this and that and I, I was so tired I don't know what took my eyes to that text and the Holy Spirit told me this lady is wounded and broken call her and pray with her when I called her she was first shouting for almost two minutes you would have said me, my credit I'm calling you now after this thing apostle you called me and then eventually we spoke and I prayed with her I didn't know that she was related to someone that I would later meet and she had gone ahead to tell that person very nice things about me and when I did meet that person he blessed me in a way that surprised me because of the seed of mercy do not ignore how far the seeds you are sowing can go for your future you can do something nice and kind to someone today and tomorrow it will speak in your life it will speak in the life of your children and your children's children are we blessed your pastor and his wife are two wonderful people they are so dear to me and we've built a little relationship for a few years and I can tell you they have been awesome people awesome people I it's not just because of the church service I love your pastor I love his wife with all my heart and I'm telling you as far as it is within my power there is nothing within my power by the grace of God that I cannot do to show love and honor to your pastor believe me I'm careful with words Apostle, what of me? I don't know. I can't make that guarantee about you. It takes a while. It takes a while. Even with God, the same Lord is rich unto all. But there are people because of the depth of their passion, God has branded his dealing with them. He does not deal with them casually. He has created a name for his dealing with them. They call upon him, he will show up. Are we ready to pray? Very simple service, very simple parable. The unmerciful servant. Which one of the two are you? Are you the king showing mercy because you have received mercy yourself? Are you the, 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 the unmerciful servant who obtained mercy for so much and yet ran and went to another person and was glad and happy to strangle that person? I will be an instrument of mercy. I will be an instrument of mercy. Your father and your mother 
are fighting for whatever reason and you are happy to not be the referee you ring the bell and you stand back and you are happy to watch them box one another and while that is happening you are enjoying it you even video camera it and you say wow this is amazing i never knew my mother was this strong there is a cloud of witnesses watching remember one day you have children isn't it amazing that most of the things we do not desire in others we we pray that it shouldn't happen to them for good they are also the things we desire you don't want someone to get a job yet you are praying that god will give you a job you don't want someone to get married yet you are desperately looking for a wife or for a husband you must sow seeds of mercy you cannot insult everybody's marriage tear them down hate them and go back in secret and say lord when will my husband come when will my wife come you are crying for a harvest whose seed you have not sown you want to start ministry yet you look at every pastor and insult him this one is not very anointed this one is just an administrator this one has revelation this one is not very fine this one is he's, uh, he's, he's, he's not and while you are saying that you say oh god where are my sheep where are my flock and god says me my sheep trust you with you will kill all the sheep everything you dishonor in God and in others you have programmed that that thing should never manifest in your life how many people see wealthy people and in, insult them everywhere this wicked man you should help me and the man has written a book that should help you to be wealthy you refuse to read it and say just keep giving me money and then you close the door of wealth then you close the door of the knowledge of God then you close the door of impact you close the door of influence please make up your mind from this service that everything God has helped you out of you will become an instrument of mercy to others are we together now yes once upon a time you were not doing well in school and God helped you someone was patient enough with you to help you walk you through Wayek walk you through everything and now you're a phd holder or a master's holder or a professor or you have your degree don't be too quick to look at someone and say you are so dull simple something you cannot understand remember remember and be patient remember this is also to leaders be patient with people listen the people we lead are also growing the people we lead are like children they will make mistakes they will do a lot of foolish things we must be able to extend the hand of mercy the excellency of leadership and maturity is having the, the understanding to be able to see people and discern their frailty and walk them through their growth process until they become strong and able themselves when i was a child the bible says i thought like a child i spoke like a child i understood like a child he said now that i'm a man i've laid aside these childish things so forbear with people forbear with them make up your mind that there are things that you will just be quiet about someone eats your food be quiet about it someone hits your car sometimes you just have to be quiet someone stole your cloth no problem it's not everything you talk about sustain the maturity to be quiet now i've i've told you it will make you feel cheap it will make you feel weak it will make you feel foolish but let the king send for you 
when he sends for you he will send for you to beautify your life he will send for you to bring you honor he will send for you to lift you the king does not send for people to bring them down provided they have sown the seed of mercy do not expect help when you don't help others don't call destiny helpers when you are not one yourself don't be praying and say god bring the helpers of my destiny because someone has been calling you in his prayer and you have refused to answer that prayer too do not say lord send me people to lift me when you are not a lifter yourself do not say send people to strengthen me spiritually when you are not helping another do not say send me people to protect me and bless me when you are not there no it is what you are sowing that you pray for the harvest to come. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Don't ask that people should be committed to your company when you are not committed in church. You are not giving your best. You do what you do grudgingly. And yet you are saying, Lord, let my company expand. No! God on Lindsay, Christ for the nations. I say this in conclusion. Christ for the nations. Many of you would have studied him. He's, he's, long, uh, he's gone to be with the Lord now. That man lived very long and he lived an impactful life. And the secret was because he was not interested in ministry. He spent his life supporting the lifting of many. If he heard that you were in ministry and he had the opportunity, he would lift you. He would help you. He would lift you. And one day God said, no. Even though it may not be that you are interested in ministry, your heart is too right for me to ignore you. And he drew him and he started Christ for the nations. Study the history of great generals. Most of them were not interested in ministry. They wanted to be helpers. They wanted to sow seeds of mercy. Lord, where do I find tears? Use my hands to clean the tears. Where do I find joy? Let me join in celebrating. Where do I find the weak and the downcast? Let me sow that seed of mercy. When Jesus was hanging at the cross, where were the people who ate his bread? Where were the people who drank where were the people who ate the fish? Where was the woman with the issue of blood when Jesus was on the cross? Where was the woman whose withered hand was healed when Jesus was on the cross? Jesus took a risk and blessed this woman, yet he's hanging on that cross. And only two people, John and his mother. And two thieves who were talking anyhow on the tree. One of them was open and the other one was foolish. And he told one, he said, this day you will be with me in paradise. The question is, where were they? Where was the 12-year-old girl who was raised from the dead? Where were her parents? Didn't they hear the news that Jesus was going to the cross? Let me tell you where they were. They were part of those who stood and said, crucify him. And Jesus was looking at them. And they were looking. Yes, you are looking at me. Crucify him. Let his blood be on our children. They didn't know what they were saying. And yet there was a man called Simon of Cyrene. He said, I may be a black man. I may not be wealthy. I may not have influence. But Jesus, can I carry your cross with you? May God bring this kind of people to your life. And may God make you one and take to the life of others too. In the name of Jesus. Imagine the relief carrying that cross for Jesus. The Bible may not have written it. But I assure you. I believe that when we get to heaven, there has to be a reward for Simon of Cyrene. For that which he did. 
What of Joseph of Arimathea? Who brought the body of Jesus down and kept in his tomb? Seeds of mercy. Seeds of mercy. Do not be part of the pain of people. Do not be part of the bleeding of people. Make sure you become instruments of mercy and instruments of love. You see your loved ones crying. They are telling you my marriage is not working. Don't be the one to say, I told you. I said, don't marry that wife. You didn't listen. I said, oh, he has already married. What should he do about it? You, you come there and wrap your arms around them and say, look, we have, we have, we have also experienced this thing. But now we are standing by you and we are praying. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Listen. If you don't succeed in any other thing in your life again, and you can leave sowing seeds of mercy, I guarantee you that you will not be a failure in life. There will be people who will arise to plead your case. There will be people who will arise to show you mercy. My encouragement for all of us online listening and all who are seated here is do not be like your merciful servant the Lord Jesus Christ has shown us mercy thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life coming into Christ is beyond joining the church is beyond the religion it is joining God's family and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus so I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today.